Uh, switching out to basketball, uh, start off with the men's team. Uh, men come off with a tough loss, 96 to 70 to SFA, and then earlier today, losing 78 to 65 to the University of Maine. Uh, to start off with the SFA game, we SFA shot 63% from the field, and it wasn't that they were shooting uh, just hot. It wasn't like there was Steph Curry out there. Uh, they were getting a lot of easy looks, a lot of layups uncontested. And I found the Demons play disciplined ball. And up until that game, I thought we did a great job defensively. Uh, we kind of have some weaknesses defensively in the paint, but I felt that we played disciplined enough that it didn't really hurt us that bad against Tulane. And against SFA, we just played uncharacteristic and really undisciplined ball. Uh, a lot of times when they would throw the ball inside, get the ball in, instead of just manning the guy up, keeping your body between the goal and the offensive player, which is something you've taught from bitty ball. You know, the ball goes in, you never get where you're not in between the player you're defending and the goal. But they would throw it in, we try and swipe at the ball or lunge at it to try and make a steal, which if it does work, you're probably going to get fast break to the other end. But if it doesn't work, is what happened against SFA because it didn't work at all. We tried it multiple times to try and swipe the inbounds pass and all it would do is they get the ball and either one or two things would happen. They get an easy layup or help would come over but because they were on an island it would end up with an easy layup and I end one with a foul. So just bad, bad uh, discipline on that one. I'm sure uh, Coach Cabrera would probably say the exact same thing. Uh, very confident he would say the same thing uh, regarding that, and I have no doubt they probably drilled it in. And if you watched the main game today, that was not an issue. Uh, played a tough main team in that game. Uh, lost 78-65. to 65. It was 34-33 at the half. Uh, fell later in the second half, but it was very competitive throughout. I was happy with the way the Demons played. Good ball movement. Uh, I thought... Uh, we shot better, you know, 41% in this game. We shot 32% against SFA. I'll go back into that. Uh, the Bears shot 51%, which is getting an improvement SFA. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, they shot 63% from field. So a much better game against the Maine Black Bears. And one thing I will say about Maine is that is a really quality team. They're not a perennial tournament team, but it's a quality program. And if you've ever visited Maine and... Uh, if you have not, I do recommend it. It's a beautiful state. A uh, long time ago, back when I was in college, I actually dated a girl from Maine. Uh, went to Waterville, Maine, which is a great community. Has a college there named Kobe College, which is also a fantastic college. Uh, wonderful place. And the thing that struck me there, which is really cool, uh, of course, Maine being FCS. In Louisiana, you don't get a lot of FCS news uh, across the state. Uh, in Maine, Maine is the university. So... You got Maine Black Bear news in daily in the newspaper. And, of course, when I went there, it was in probably 2003. So back then, of course, obviously, newspaper were still uh, pretty heavily read. It wasn't like now where almost everything's digital. Uh, but in the paper, it did strike me that even though we weren't close to Maine, I think it was still like three hours away from us, the University of Maine, Orono, uh, from Waterville, but there was always a daily thing about the Black Bears, and there was a lot of people in the entire state, uh, no matter where you went, which I was in uh, Portland, in the South Port of Maine, and then, of course, in Waterville. Um, there was, everywhere I went, I saw at least somebody wearing a Maine Black Bear shirt or Maine Black Bear hat. 
so it is the major university and I think it's key to really look at that when you look at the demons play a team like that because again they have the resources we don't always have so I thought it was good showing by the demons uh, going back to the SFA game uh, offensively uh, just never could get it together in that when we looked disjointed we kind of looked like we we're forcing things as well as games where they hit us in the mouth early took control of the game early and the thing you have to do whenever you get punched in the mouth uh, it's still Mike Tyson quote you know everyone has a plan to get punched in the mouth but whenever you get punched in the mouth you can't force it you can't try and shoot your way out of trouble you have to slow the game down let it come to you work your offense gradually get back in and I felt in that first half at least the first part of the first half we were trying way too hard to shoot out of it. You look at our two leading scores in that game, which is Jamison Epps and Ryan Forrest, 11 points and 10 points respectively, but shooting 3 of 12 and 3 for 11, uh, that's not going to cut it. You've got to shoot better than that. Uh, 3 of 12 and 3 for 11 are your leading scores is not a good sign. And again, I felt it was just the offense was trying to force stuff. And then later on in the half, I felt they kind of settled. We cut the lead down, I believe, to 8 or 9. Second half, same thing, kind of hung around a little but just too big of a hole to dig out of but whenever we played within ourselves we could play with SFA when we did not that's when the game got away from us and it's something I felt against Maine we did much better as Jameson Epps much better he had 16 points 7 to 15 shooting that is what you like to see I thought offensively we did well uh, Jameson Epps has looked really good so far I really do like Ryan Forrest as well uh, both of them I think are going to be key pieces going forward and I like this tournament we're playing, and of course we played Maine today. Uh, of course, yesterday, for those who are listening, probably will be listening Friday morning to this. And of course you have Friday against North Florida at 6 p.m., and then Saturday against Presbyterian at 1 p.m. before the Demons uh, next week where they travel to UL Monroe on Tuesday. But I do like this format. Playing a tournament kind of gets you ready for a conference tournament. And the teams, North Florida, Presbyterian, and Maine, they're not world beaters, but they're also not teams you can take lightly you're gonna have to play your best to beat them so interested to see how we're going and you know for the demons if we could just play within ourselves stay disciplined i think we're gonna have success a little bit of a losing streak but i do expect that to end this weekend uh, but again north florida presbyterian are good teams on to the women tough for them they had a really tough stretch to open oh and three to start the year uh, but you look who they played nebraska kansas tulsa that's a tough schedule Two games that were supposed to be this week, which is what I'm talking about, the women last year. Uh, not trying to put them last for any reason, just the games are canceled. Uh, against Tarleton and against Central Arkansas. Uh, Tarleton, I believe, has been rescheduled. Last game played was against Tulsa. We lost 65-53, to but I was pleased with the game because we were down 22-9 after the first. Uh, Naya Hardison, a junior guard, hometown girl from Natchitoches, 5 of 14, 12.6 rebounds. I really liked it. And I've mentioned before uh, in the last episode, the guard play we have is really good. I saw against Tulsa, I don't know if it's for certain, and uh, maybe Coach Nims can let me know one day. Uh, it almost looks like we have almost a hybrid pick and roll. It's not a true pick and roll, but it did look like our guards were kind of doing a pick and roll. Remind me of the little Utah Jazz, uh, Malone and Stockton days. Not quite like that, but it did have that element to it. Uh, couldn't tell if that's what we were going for or not, but it had an element of pick and roll. I liked it. I thought it did a good job of keeping the defenses all balanced. And in after that first period, the Lady Demons really came alive. I liked the way they looked. 
defensively, they're gritty, and that is a great thing to have for your team. They are just tenacious on the ball, uh, constantly going, constantly going on offense. They're grinding. They're throwing themselves in a lane. That is a hard-working team, fun team to watch. Uh, so Coach Nims, she always has their, her teams doing that. If you watch Coach Nims from day one she got here till now, they will grind. Uh, no quitting Lady Demons, and they're going to keep fighting and fighting, and they're going to have success sooner than later. Uh, again, don't get down on them. It's a tough schedule we played. 0-3 might seem bad when you look at the quality opponents we played, and you look at the style of play we're playing, and you look at the shots we're getting. This Lady Demon team is going to be more than okay. They're going to be in the hunt for a conference turn title. They're going to be in the hunt for a postseason, NCAA postseason. This is a good team. Don't sleep on them. One thing to improve on is we've shot 26% from the field so far. Something I mentioned last year I thought needed to be improved. And I think even though it is 26% now, again, Nebraska-Kansas, both very defensive-oriented teams, Tulsa, very good coach team, well-coached team, nothing to panic about. Big test will be Wednesday at home against Grambling next week. Grambling is a solid team. They're a quality opponent. A team that has given us troubles recently and in the past. Uh, their women's team is very good. It's going to be, I think, a very good test for our Lady Demons. And I do believe this Grambling game is going to show us what we need to improve on going into conference play. And if we can take care of Grambling, I think we'll be okay in conference. So if we can't, obviously we'll have to go back to the drawing board. Uh, but Coach Nims and staff do a great job. Uh, very, very high on the Lady Demons. Uh, don't sleep on them. Rumor mill is that the coaching, and I've heard this in going on to football, is that there has been a football coach, or at least one in mind. Uh, I've heard different rumors, one that they've hired somebody, which has not happened. Uh, one that they had the person in mind, uh, but just haven't offered yet. That I do believe. I do believe that the coaching search is underway. Everything I've heard, it is underway. Uh, and I do believe it is very important for the football program to make the right hire. Uh, somebody mentioned to me with the season being canceled, will that hurt us going forward? I don't think it will. I think the first year it will. Whoever the new coach is, I think the first year is going to be tough. People will use that against them. People are going to question it. Uh, if you look at the schedules we've made going, I think, four or five years in advance, we have game scheduled. The football program is not going anywhere. That's just baloney being said by people trying to start trouble the football program safe the new coach coming in the first year is going to be difficult people will use this canceled season against us in recruiting but after that initial year especially if we get the right hire with a coach i don't believe it's going to go any further and again someone did ask that to me how would it affect us do you think it's going to be recoverable and i think so um, again tough first year after that we're fine uh, another rumor may offer is coach ogeron with the job and uh, somebody said he saw Coach O in Natchitoches and another person said, oh, he's talking to the AD. I'll say this about that. One, I don't know his interest in our job or if we are even offering him. I haven't heard anything, uh, nor do I care to hear anything about that. That's going to come all in due time. I like to let the process take its time. The athletic director, present, they're all busy. Let them do their thing. Uh, but I will say this about rumors with Coach O. If Coach O is in Natchitoches, in our athletic department, if he's talking to people in our athletic department, um, Coach O has done that for the last 20 years. 
when I was at Northwestern in the late 90s, early 2000s, Coach O was in contact with people. Uh, first time I met Coach O, I think it was the late 90s. Again, Coach O has loved Northwestern uh, ever since he came here. He's always had pride in Northwestern, and he has always stayed in contact with Northwestern. Uh, that hasn't changed. Same as Bobby Bear, same as a lot of other guys uh, within the program. Uh, so if you hear any rumors about, oh, Coach O was in Akadish, yeah, he does that. <laughs> it's nothing unusual. So um, a lot of people try and find any little thing to add smoke to fire, um, but take it with a grain of salt. Because, again, people come and same thing and say, oh, well, Bobby Bear's taking a job. He was at the athletic department. Yeah, Bobby Bear does that every now and then. Um, it is customary for former athletes to go back and visit uh, the place they once played at. So... Uh, I just find it kind of funny that uh, somebody had posted that and it kind of ran a little bit. Uh, but it was just a little thing that made me chuckle and I just wanted to kind of comment on it. Uh, but Coach O's a great dude and uh, wouldn't surprise me if he's not at least uh, advising or helping in some capacity uh, just because he has great knowledge. And uh, if he isn't, uh, he's a guy I would like to see us maybe reach out to. Uh, maybe this is an advisory role for the football program. Uh, just where he can kind of lend assistance wherever he can to help the new staff, to help the program get back on his feet. I think uh, he does have a wealth of knowledge that is really awesome. Uh, do thank you for listening uh, to this episode. Uh, good luck to the volleyball team. If you get a chance or if you're in the Carpers Christie area, please go support them. Uh, ESPN Plus, every conference tournament is on there. Uh, please support your Lady Demons uh, as they go for hopefully a postseason berth. Uh, men's and women's basketball uh if you get a chance please head out to pray they're both teams really fun to watch i do think we're going to have a lot of success before the end of the year lots to work on but also a lot of positivity and uh, one thing i will say and before i sign off is uh, i've heard that somebody private messaged me on it saying about like what do we need to do and the exact question is what do we need to do to revive our athletic program nothing's good anymore and my thought on that is, I don't agree with that. And I, I responded to that saying the same. Uh, our athletic department is actually really good. Um, baseball has made a postseason run very recently. Uh, volleyball is in the midst of their best stretch ever. Men's basketball had a top 24 upset last year. Uh, we're still building. We have great talent this year. We're going to have success this year. Our women's program, uh, when... Coach Nims took over, they were basically left for dead, uh, DOA. She has revived a very bad, which was a very bad team when she got there, and she has revived them and made them competitive, and they're going to get better and better. You look at softball, they've had postseason success. You look at track last year, you know, women's champions, men, that was the combined best we've done in track. Cross country is making strides. Yes, football is struggling, but I think too many people equate with football struggling with the everything struggling, and that's not true. Uh, we have a great athletic department, so don't let the negativity creep in. Uh, Northwestern State is in a good place, and it will be in a good place for a while. Bad things happen, but we will overcome. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a really great weekend. Uh, weather is uh, really beautiful out here uh, where I'm at, so hopefully weather will be beautiful out so wherever you're at and listening to this, I uh, want to give a special condolence uh, to friend Justin that 
his mom passed away uh, very recently. Uh, Justin, who listens to this podcast and uh, interacts a lot, uh, to him and his family, uh, big condolences. The guy has a great heart and just a really good person, a person I consider a friend. Uh, so if you can and uh, whatever you believe, please just uh, leave a prayer for uh, Justin and his family. I do thank you. Have a great weekend. As always, Farkham Demons. <laughs>